Welcome to Confident AF, the unapologetic podcast that connects you to the woman that you are destined to be. My name's Jenna O'Keefe, I'm the UK's leading confidence and breathwork coach, and I'm going to guide you to release good girl energy, to say goodbye to self-doubt and imposter syndrome for good, so that you can finally take your power back. You were not put on this planet to play small, so take a deep breath, roll your shoulders back, and let's dive in. Hello beautiful people and welcome to this week's episode of Confident AF. So today we're going to be talking about how to be instantly more attractive to the guy that you like. And throughout my years and my experience dating, I feel like (laughs) I've done this the wrong way and I have definitely done this the right way. So let's dive straight into this because I know there's so many of you that are dating at the moment and kind of getting ready for a date wondering, oh my goodness, like, is he gonna like me? How can I make him like me? Is he seeing anyone else? Like, really asking yourself these questions. And if you're asking yourself these questions before a date, like, you're setting the date up in the wrong way. Like, you're not even giving yourself a chance to feel safe, to tap into your personality, to let your personality shine. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my um, dating history and how I used to get guys to find me attractive. So back in the day, um, it was 2017 that I entered the dating scene again after getting dumped by my boyfriend and kind of being left in our flat together that I couldn't afford. And this is really where I thought, right, okay, I'm ready for my sexual awakening. I'm ready to throw myself out there. And actually what I hadn't done was I hadn't done the work on myself to Um, make sure that I was filling up my own cup first. And so actually what I was doing, I was outsourcing outsourcing my need to be validated, to be assured, to be loved to other people, other men that I didn't know, that didn't owe me anything, that didn't, you know, know me or didn't even care about me. And it left me in a really vulnerable position, you know? I was constantly giving my power away to these men. And for me, how I would try to get these men to find me attractive, even if I didn't really fancy them, I would be overtly sexual. I think I learned how to manipulate my sexual energy in order to get men to like me. I would play games, right? Like, so I would not text back, for instance, or if they text me, I would leave it a certain amount of time and, you know, just really, or I would mention other men or try and make myself seem, you know, like I was dating lots of other people. All of these kind of like manipulation tactics that at the time I felt was making me more attractive. But actually really what that was doing as I was, um, as I was kind of entering in that space, it wasn't very me, you know, like, Deep in my core, even then, like, I was always a nice person, you know? Like, I want, I was always a nice person to my friends, to my family. Like, I wanted the best for people. I was always very kind. And so, by playing games like that, and by kind of acting in a way that wasn't very me, I was just attracting men that liked to play games, that wanted to be overtly sexual, that were attracted to that. And that's not to say that you know, the right kind of men aren't sexual, but they're not 
sexual first, you know? Like, it's actually very much about getting to know you as a human being rather than being overtly sexual. So I spent years and years and years like this. I spent years just trying to work out, you know, like maybe if I see enough of these men, I might actually find a good one. I might actually find one that wants to be with me. And it was, I wasn't even really asking myself, you know, do I like them? Like, actually, would they be a good partner for me? Are they the sort of partner that I want to bring into my life? Actually, I was just desperate for the validation. I was desperate for the text back. Any man that was like over six foot with a full head of hair, um, you know, like regardless of what they did, what attachment style they were, what kind of men they were, like I was interested because I just wanted to be liked and also I just wanted to fit in. All of my, all of my friends had partners all of my friends were starting to settle down and were finding relationships and I just felt like I was kind of left behind and I felt like I wasn't really part of that group. And so for me, I was just desperate to be in that group. But then, you know, I did meet a couple of nice guys and I just wasn't, I wasn't interested because they didn't seem interesting to me. They didn't seem fun to me. And really when I reflect on that, it makes me realize like how toxic my relationship with myself was. Like, I just absolutely refused to give myself the love, the reassurance, the validation that I needed. Maybe I didn't even know that I could, it was possible to give that to myself. I thought that actually everybody was outsourcing that to a partner. I thought that's how we did it. And so there were lots of things that I did to try and make myself more attractive to potential partners. None of them really worked. Like, another one would be, like, to be the most fun person ever on a date you know I wanted to be I wanted them to kind of go away and talk about me and tell tell their friends about me and really like you know it just never it, it was never it was never great I was getting so drunk on dates I was people pleasing I was staying out really really late um because I didn't feel like I could ever go home like you know all of these things and so that was really the first like I want to say three years of my dating journey and then it was well that was probably the first two years of my dating journey and then it was in 2019 that I met somebody who just love bombed me <laughs> so if you don't know what love bombing is um love bombing is when somebody is like overtly not like gives you all of the compliments, tells you you're the most amazing woman they have ever met. They talk about your future together, even though you've just met them, they give you all of the promises. And when you are in quite a vulnerable state, like if you have been dating for a long time and you haven't had a lot of success with it, or you are um, an anxiously attached person, so you're constantly seeking that reassurance and that validation. I mean, love bombing is great, right? Like love bombing is like incredible. They're always texting you. They always wanna know how you are. Like they're sending you. I remember this guy used to send me videos in the morning and just tell me how amazing I was and how inspiring he found me and how he never met anyone like me. And at the time I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was this full rush of feelings. And then what happened was people that love bomb, you know, it doesn't come from integrity. It doesn't come from authenticity because how can it? They don't know you. You can't know someone after, you know, a few weeks or a few dates. 
And so what inevitably happened was he lost interest, he moved on to someone else and just finished it. And, you know, I was devastated. I was absolutely heartbroken after just six weeks, like destroyed. I was in, I was in such a terrible place. And really what that taught me was it's not the men that are the problem here. The problem is me. I am letting people treat me like this. I am letting men treat me like this and something needs to change because I cannot ever feel like this again. Categorically, I refuse to ever feel like this ever, ever again. And it was then that I made a decision that I needed to change. And that's when I started working on myself. I started working on my hobbies. I started working on my fitness. I started working on my health. I started thinking about money and actually, you know, um, how to get myself out of debt. And it's really where, you know, I started to think maybe I could make it as a coach. Maybe I could set up my own business. Um, I ran the London Marathon. After that, I went to Bali on my own. I really started to think, what has, <laughs> what has got me here? so far is not going to get me to where I need to go. Like I genuinely believed there was a man out there for me who wanted to treat me well, who was kind, who was compassionate, who wanted to love me in the way that I deserved to be loved. But deep down I knew that he would not be interested in me if I continued the way that I was going and if I continued outsourcing my power. And so for six months, I worked on myself. I went to therapy. I really understood what it was that kept me attracting these emotionally unavailable men. And again, you know, I realized it wasn't ever about the men. It was about me. Because what happens when you feel good about yourself is these men might come into your field and you are just so unbelievably uninterested. <laughs> you are so unavailable for bullshit that it doesn't even, you don't even entertain it. Whereas before I was entertaining it, I was, you know, engaging in it. I was texting back, I was chasing all of this stuff, right? And so this is where I started to learn actually what men find really attractive and, or what the right men find really attractive. And when you think about like what, men find really attractive it's really a woman that fills her own cup up first it is really that woman who is so focused on her pursuits who is so focused on her passions her hobbies the things that she loves in her life that you know this man is just a lovely addition that you are happy to um, that you are happy to pair up with and have fun with and have a nice life with, but you have your own things going on, right? And what I learned from that six months from finish it, finishing with this guy to meeting Tom was, you know, I want to attract a 10 out of 10. I want to attract a man that treats me well, it's securely attached where there's no drama and it's great. So how can I be a 10 out of 10? Because I wasn't <laughs> back then. When I dated that guy, I was probably a four out of 10. You know, I was in debt. I was drinking 25 pints a week. I 
I wasn't looking after myself, I wasn't looking after my health, I didn't, and my only hobby was going to the pub with my friends. I hadn't, I had nothing going for me really, like I had, I had a good job, um, I kind of enjoyed my work, like I've always been quite passionate about various different things, but I wasn't, I was nowhere near my potential. So in that time I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a 10 out of 10. And then when I'm a 10 out of 10, that's when I can expect to attract a 10 out of 10. And so that's exactly what I did. And this is where I started to get super, the more I leaned into a personal development, the more I leaned into understanding my attachment style, understanding how I interact with men, understanding my relationship with men, that's really where I started to kind of fully get this fascination for the wellness industry and actually start seeing myself as a part in that and seeing that I had a space that I could start to claim here and it all just kind of snowballed from there so if you want to feel more attractive or if you want to become completely magnetic to securely attached emotionally available men you have to focus on yourself first there is no other way you cannot rely on that person to fill your cup up you have to fill your own cup up first you have to be the love the reassurance the validation that you need so that you're not putting that pressure on your relationship and then how amazing that your relationship can just be the amazing fun stuff it can be the adventure it can be the love the joy of course you lean on each other as um as individuals that's what partnerships do but if you are leaning on that individual after kind of two or three dates you know that's not attractive it's not magnetic you know like it's needy and it's that kind of desperate energy it's that chasing energy and that is not attractive to securely attached men, right? Securely attached men wanna plug into something that is already working, that is already feeling good, that is already feeling excited and energized and joyous. And that's not to say, you know, we are excited, joyous all the time. I'm definitely not. But I've done the work on myself to make sure that I'm a nice person to be around. You know, I've got good energy. People enjoy being in my space. And that is so much more attractive than what you're wearing, what makeup you've got on, whether you're having a good hair day, you know, whatever you're wearing, like whatever it is, where, where you go on the weekends, you know, focusing on yourself and having that amazing relationship with yourself where you respect yourself, right? They love that. They are magnetic to that. They are magnetized to that. Because wouldn't you be, right? Like, let's flip this. If you went on a date and a guy was immediately needy or a guy was kind of, you know, like, do you like me? Do you, how do you feel about me? How do you feel that date went? Do you think I'm a good date? Is that attractive energy to you? No, you know? Or would you be more attracted to an energy of hey, you know, great to meet you. I'm really excited to meet you. You're really beautiful. Here's what's going on in my life. You know, this is my job. This is my family. These are my hobbies. This is what I do on the weekend. This is the stuff I'm excited about. How about you? That's attractive, right? That is magnetic. 
So if you take one thing away from this podcast that you have listened to today, and I'm so, so grateful that you are here and I'm so grateful that you have chosen to listen to this podcast, work on you first. Because you might think that working on yourself is going to delay you time that you don't have, but you're wrong. What will delay you the time that you don't have is messing around with people who are toxic, who are narcissistic, who are time wasters, who are not emotionally capable to commit to somebody, that is what's gonna waste your time. Because if you do this work first, you will be able to spot the red flags one million miles off and you will not engage. You will not engage, you will not be interested and you will be very, very happy to cut ties and walk away and focus on the amazing life that you are building. It's all about you know, not putting all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to put all your happiness eggs in your relationship basket, you know? That's so much pressure for the other person. You have to take responsibility for yourself. So if you have loved this episode and you are ready to start working on yourself, to start this amazing journey, to start creating this unshakable confidence where you can walk into a date with nonchalant energy, where you are just happy to be there and feeling comfortable and confident in yourself, I would love to invite you to my completely free masterclass, Dates Like a Boss. You are gonna learn exactly where you've been going wrong so far. You're gonna learn about attachment styles and you are gonna learn about how to become completely magnetic to the men that you are dating. It is gonna be the most amazing hour. We are meeting on the 13th of February. If you are listening to this after the 13th of February, you can still sign up and get the replay. And I just cannot wait to meet you. I am so, so excited to meet you. If you are joining us live, you will be able to ask me questions about your own personal situation. And I just can't wait. It's going to be a really, really amazing evening. And I shall see you there. Out of all of the podcasts that you could have listened to today, you chose mine. So I just want you to know I am so grateful that you are here. If you enjoyed it, please do take just 10 seconds to leave me a review. It makes such a difference. And until the next episode, let's hang out on Instagram. You can come and find me at jennaokeefe.co, slide in my DMs and let me know what you thought of today's episode.